Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Got a crazy story out of Canada. A lot of people sent this to me about a woman who dropped her vehicle off for repairs at a car dealership. Dealership called her up and said, hey, uh, while your car was here, someone stole the catalytic converter off of it. And uh, that's your responsibility. And when she said, well, the car was in your care and custody, shouldn't you take care of it? They said, no, that's not how it works. So here's the thing. Laws vary wildly from state to state in America. Obviously, they vary wildly from country to country. So how things are in Canada, very different. I can tell you that it happened in Michigan. It would have gone the exact opposite way. We've got a great law here called the Garage Keeper Liability Act, which I'll talk about at the end of the story. But the headline from Global News is customers' catalytic converter stolen at Ontario dealership that won't pay. Dave sent along some other people. Thank you very much. Diane Reed only wanted her alternator replaced. Take off the old alternator, put on a new one. But after taking her vehicle to a dealership in Orangeville, Ontario, she now needs a catalytic converter also. Meanwhile, Sean O'Shea wrote this story. On Monday, she got a phone call from the Hyundai dealership. The message contained some bad news. I'm calling to let you know we've had some thefts of catalytic converters this weekend. We've had some thefts, the voice in the line said. Unfortunately, your Vera Cruz was targeted along with another car. Uh, and that's the dealer's rep talking. Now, you notice the passive voice here. We've had some thefts. Your car was targeted. Um, he could have said, or she could have said, we were negligent with your car and it got damaged and it's our fault. Just thought you should know. But that's not what they said. No, 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 no. We've had some thefts. We've had, we've had, we've had some thefts. And your car was targeted, implying that somehow the car, hey, look the way, look at the way it's dressed, right? Should have been out there flaunting that catalytic converter for all the world to see. Oh, look at that. The Vera Cruz thinks it's special. It wasn't the first time catalytic converters have been stolen from the dealership, the representative pointed out. See, you can't blame them. It keeps happening. See, this is the thing. Do they not realize how bad this makes them look? Stuff got stolen from your car, and you can't blame us because it's happened before. That's exactly why we can blame you. Five months ago, we had three catalytic converters taken as well, said the Orangeville Hyundai rep. However, the message didn't mention the important thing, and that is, who's going to pay for this? The dealership was not taking any responsibility for the loss. The family was on its own. The uh, dealer principal says, it's out of our control. We don't control theft. People just come onto our lot and take stuff. There's nothing we can do about it. That's my editorializing. I did not say that the man said that. I'm, I'm translating what he said. He says, it's out of our control. We don't control theft. What he could have said is, it's entirely our fault. We were negligent. That's not what he said. In a television interview, he told Global News, it's up to the woman to file an auto insurance claim, even though the vehicle was in his care when it was damaged. So the woman says, it's going to cost me. The replacement unit could cost about $2,000 plus installation. Thefts of catalytic converters, of course, are increasingly worldwide uh, a phenomenon. They're in high demand because they contain precious metals, and there are also many, many ways that they can be fenced and disposed of for cash. Some auto repair facilities warn their clients about the risks of leaving their vehicles in their care because of catalytic converter thefts. But uh, here, the dealership acknowledged 
that the dealership does not verbally spell this out, even though the dealership's customers have been targeted before. It's in the work order, he said, referring to language about liability. But here, the client's customer did not receive or sign a work order because her vehicle had broken down and was towed to the dealership and she wasn't there. So they said, oh, it's, it's a disclaimer in the paperwork she would have gotten if we had given it to her, which we didn't. So since previous incidents, the dealership acknowledges they have not beefed up security. There are no fences, no gates, no barriers, and apparently uh, no cameras either. So when asked about video cameras, he said, nope, there's no security video. So the customer says, well, it's pretty bad on their part. They should have security. So when the daughter heard about this, the the daughter of the woman who brought her car in, when the daughter heard heard about this, she uh, went in to see the dealership uh, people in person. And he told me to get out. (laughs) So the uh, owner of the dealership called police after the daughter persisted and told another customer at the dealership about her mother's experience. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, she created a Facebook post describing her experience. Um, Then the dealership insisted she take down the critical post, but she declined. Everything in it was correct, she said. So when the reporter asked the dealership whether they would compensate the customer in any way, he said it would not. So that's the situation. Woman brings her car in or has her car brought in. Let's let's use the passive voice. She had her car brought in. And someone stole something off of it. And uh, dealership says, well, that's not our fault because you were targeted by thieves and there's nothing we can do about it. So I will tell you a funny story. I had a client who dropped his vehicle off for repairs at a dealership in Royal Oak, Michigan. And he had a very, very nice stereo in the car. This is back in the day, uh, early in my career. Uh, when it was not uncommon to replace the factory stereo with an upgraded one. And he had a very nice stereo in his car. And a day or two after he dropped it off, they called and said, we got a problem. He goes, what's that? And they go, well, while your car is here being worked on, someone broke in and stole your stereo. And he said, oh, okay, uh, what are you going to do about that? And they go, nothing. You got to file a claim with your insurance company. And the client calls me and says, what should I do? And I said, you don't file a claim with your insurance company. That's what they have insurance for. And he said, well, they say they don't have any liability here. I said, oh, that's funny because they know they do. They just tell you that to see if they can get you to file the claim. But in Canada, it might not be this easy. And there's even states, I suspect, where it's not this easy. But in Michigan, they passed a law in 1919. The law is actually over 100 years old. It's called the Garage Keepers Liability Act. It sounds kind of old school. The Garage Keepers Liability Act. Are you a garage keeper, sir? Send my, send my chimney sweep over here and have him talk to the garage keeper. This was an act to protect the owners of motor vehicles and trusting the same for any purpose to the care, custody, or control of the owner or keeper of a public garage or other establishment where such motor vehicles are accepted for hire or gain. So if you take your vehicle someplace and they make money off of you, and they take the vehicle into their custody, garage keeper liability. So here's what it says. Garage keeper, prima facie evidence of negligence is section one. So by the way, this is MCL 
541 out of the blue books behind me. Yes, those are law books. Whenever any damage shall be done to any motor vehicle while in the possession or under the care, custody, or control of the owner, his agent or servant, or the keeper of any public garage or other establishment where such vehicle shall have been accepted for hire or gain, proof of such damage shall be prima facie evidence that the damage was the result of the negligent act of the owner or keeper of the place. So you entrust your vehicle to them, something bad happens to it, it's presumed to be caused by their negligence. It's presumed. Okay? Well, we go to section two. If any integral part, appliance, or equipment, any spare tire fastened to such motor vehicle, or any part, appliance, or equipment locked in or to such vehicle shall be removed or shall disappear therefrom while such vehicle is so held, proof of such removal or disappearance shall be prima facie evidence of conversion by the owner or keeper of the garage or other establishment where such vehicle was so held. It's presumed that they took it. They are on the hook for it. Okay? So if a part disappears, it's presumed they took it. Section 1, if the vehicle gets damaged, it was caused by their negligence. So if they have your vehicle and the mechanic takes it for a joyride and wrecks it, oh, if he takes it to test it and he wrecks it, doesn't matter if he's joyriding or not. If the mechanic wrecks the vehicle, garage keeper liability section one kicks in. Things are stolen from the vehicle, section two kicks in. And by the way, there's another law in Michigan, MCL 62919A, trust me on that, that says that if somebody converts, conceals, or steals the goods of another, they're liable for treble damages. And I always have to make sure you understand this. Treble means tripled. But in the legal sense, they say treble. means three times. So if someone stole the stereo out of your car while it was in the possession of the dealership, it's presumed they did it, and they owe you three times the value or damages. Okay? And by the way, conversion will get your attorney fees and court costs. But more interestingly, it's presumed that they did it. They're on the hook for it. So if your catalytic converter got stolen while your vehicle's on the lot at a dealership and it's in their care, custody, or control because they're going to make money off you fixing it, bam, they're on the hook for that. Garage Keeper Liability Act. Meanwhile, you might ask, Steve, if I was running a business, I would have people sign a document, kind of like the one that guy was talking about there in Canada, and tell them that you got to sign this document or we won't work on your car, and I'd have them waive these rights. Oh, you can't waive these rights. 256, 545, Contracts Nullifying Act are invalid. The act is hereby declared to be in the interest of public policy and no contract nullifying the provision hereof shall be valid. So they can have you sign it, it's powerless. So if it had happened in Michigan, it's a slam dunk. Canada, not so much, as far as I can tell. And I know that other states have laws similar to this. One of the things that's interesting about the laws got passed in 1919. Think about the state of the automotive industry in 1919. So there were times back then where a lot of people didn't have cars yet, okay? 
Paved roads were still fairly uncommon, except for probably in major cities. Uh, and so the fact that they're passing a law like this, this early, shows you that it was actually something that occurred to people, probably because there was a problem with it. Meaning that somebody would take their car into some place to have it worked on, and stuff would disappear from it. Oh, your car was targeted, fellow Eli, did I tell you that thine car was targeted by scoundrels of some nature? This does not fall on us, but it falls on thee. (laughs) No, no, even in 1919, that wasn't going to fly. So that's the Garage Keeper Liability Act. I get a lot of people asking me about this one in particular. Uh, And in Michigan, you simply look up Garage Keeper Liability and you'll find it. But like I said, it's MCL 256-541. You'll find it there also. But in Canada, apparently not. And here's the real kicker here. For the principal of the dealership to go on television and say, there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, I called the cops on her to get her off my property. She was complaining about the fact I wanted her to pay for something that disappeared while her car was in my care, custody, and control. (laughs) I'm paraphrasing. That's a horrible look for a dealership. And if I ran a dealership, number one, I'd install cameras. Cameras ain't that expensive. And I know because I've bought cameras before. Okay? Go to Amazon and look up how cheap ring cameras are. Okay? I mean, seriously, who runs a business these days without any cameras anywhere? A a, a car dealer? No, No video cameras, really. Well, here's the deal. Invest in video cameras because it'll, it'll help uh, you know prevent stuff like this. But number two, if it's going to cost a couple grand retail to fix this woman's car, what's the wholesale cost of that catalytic converter? And you got mechanics who are occasionally sitting around with not a lot to do. You fix it at your cost, and you would have saved yourself a bunch of embarrassment here because this really is absurd. But but that's why it made the news. Global news. Sean O'Shea wrote it. Dave sent it to me along with a bunch of other people. Thank you very much. Headline, customers catalytic converters stolen at Ontario dealership and they won't pay because it's not their fault. That car was targeted. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself.